morning to us all, good morning to us all, good morning to us all. Somebody, you are welcome to the new rice. You are welcome to the new rice. If you have entered, please do well to share. Share and invite someone. Even as you share, begin to speak in the language of the spirit. Even as you share, bubble up in the spirit. Even as you share, bubble up in the spirit. Even as you share, bubble up in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Even as you share, bubble up in the spirit. Even as you share, bubble up in the spirit. Bubble up in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Shalabadabadabadosis. Velelelele. Shandalabadu. Shatalabadosis. Ikalabashendelebelebelebo. Shadadadiadalabasis. Please do all to share and invite someone. Please do all to share and invite someone. I want to see you sharing. I want to see you sharing. I want to see you sharing. And also, you want to register our presence even as we are here. So when you join the live feed, you register your presence by typing your name and where you are from. So for instance, my name is Gifty and I'm from Ghana. Okay, so you type your name and you register your presence for us. In the name of Jesus. Philip from Ghana. God bless you. So for Philip. God bless you. Please share and invite someone. I want to see all of us share it. There are seven people live, but only only three. Only three have shared. Only three have shared. So far, only Endurance, Philip, and Afriye have shared. Please, I want to see you share. I want to see you share. I want to see you share. Somebody share and invite someone. Who are you bringing to church today? Who are you bringing to church today? In the name of Jesus. Oh, do all to share, do all to share, do all to share. Please share and invite someone. Tell your neighbor it is time for the new rise. It is time for due rice. It is time for due rice. In the name of Jesus. Shalala Santa. If you are here, let me see you type. It is time for due rice. Let me see you type. It is time for due rice. It is time for due rice. It is time for due rice. Kalalala It is time for due rice. 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 Okay, so please, we would would like to do a little exercise. Before the man of God take over, we would like to know whether what he taught, we have been able to grasp it. So, if you are available, please do call in to share what you learned. Okay, so because of time, I'll just be 
I'll just be mentioning the same point. Okay, so yesterday, the man of God spoke about supernatural relationships. Supernatural relationship. Please, if you are here with us yesterday, let me see your hand. If you are here with us, let me see your hand. If you are part of the supernatural relationship, let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. It's only one person came to church yesterday. Let me see your hand if you are here. If only two or three people came, then today, because today the man of God is going to continue. So if you didn't come to church yesterday, okay. So let me just um, mention some of the things the man of God spoke about. So yesterday the man of God spoke about supernatural relationship. And the man of God mentioned that as a believer, you are not saved alone. You are not saved alone. You are saved into community. You are saved into a people. You are not saved as an island. So when you are saved, you are you are, you are not saved alone. You are saved into people. You are not saved into people. And please, I also want us to be engaging. Okay, I want us to be responding. I want us to be responding so that I will know that. You are hearing me okay so please if i am being heard please let me know that i'm being heard so please type i can hear you if you can hear me if you can hear me please type i can hear you if you can hear me please type i can hear you we are 11 people on the on the, on the platform if you can hear me please type i can hear you Okay, so I'm saying that yesterday, the man of God mentioned that no believer is saved alone. No believer is saved alone. We are all saved into a body. We are saved into a people. We are saved into a group. No one is saved as an island. We are all saved into a group. So please, if you get it, please let me know that you get it. So maybe you respond yes or something. Like, let me know that you are heard. Let me know that you are heard. So, every believer is not saved alone. Every believer is not saved alone. He also mentioned that everyone is a product of influence. Everyone is a product of influence. Everyone is a product of influence. Somebody, every, you are a product of influence. So you should be careful of what you listen to. You should be careful of what you listen to. Please, are we here? Are we here? Everyone is a product of influence. You should be careful of what you listen to. So eventually you become what you listen to. Eventually you become what you listen to. So whatever you listen to is what you become. So he even used his life as an example whereby he mentioned the man of God he followed and trying to teach us that when you see the man of God he follows, that's how he ministers in every way. So actually, you should be careful who you follow. You should be careful what you listen to because if you choose to listen to rubbish, you will become rubbish eventually. 
if you listen to, if you choose to listen to life you become life he also mentioned that so lastly i'll talk about the place of submission as a disciple the place of submission as a disciple okay the place of total submission the place of total submission you also mentioned the place of total submission you also mentioned the place of total submission. You also mentioned the importance of dictations in the life of a disciple. The importance of dictations in the life of submission. And the place and importance of submission in the life of a disciple. Okay. So, without wasting much time, the man of God is in. Okay. So, you humbly like to hand over to him so that whatever the Lord has for us, through him, he will continue with it. In the name of Jesus. Man of God, please, you are welcome. The King Kishanata, okay. please wait. Alright, thank you. God bless you. Praise God. This is my voice clear. Can you hear me? Alright. We thank God for another opportunity and moments like this. By the grace of God, yesterday we started and um, we want to continue this morning along that same path. Please let me know if you can hear me before I continue. Kindly let me know if you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. All right. Good. Shall we bow down our heads for a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the loveliness of this fellowship that brethren will come together at a time like this to fellowship around your word. It is a good thing and an indication that your will and your purpose for man which is that the whole earth be filled with your glory even as the waters cover the sea is coming to pass and even has been fulfilled in the lives of these ones this morning we desire and yearn that we be strengthened in our inner man even by your word as i minister i minister by your spirit and therefore i minister clearly the things of god and i pray for the hearts here that they are receptive to your word any hindrance to the preaching of your word is overcome in jesus name and at the end of the day Jesus shall be glorified and we will find our place in him, also glorified with him. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, have we prayed. Amen. All right. So yesterday, we started looking at supernatural relationships. I think I'm getting a certain feedback. Yeah. We started looking at supernatural relationships generally. generally. 
and and um, uh, we looked at we looked a couple at of a couple of things things. Today we'll continue Today we'll continue along that same along path. That same path. Okay. Okay. So I'm getting a I'm feedback getting a from feedback my end. From my end. So for Douglas. So Douglas. Yeah, I'm coming. Uh, is it better? No, it's like when I talk, I I hear myself again. I see. I, yeah, um, okay. Yeah, let's go on. Yeah, it's a Bluetooth. Oh, I see. Is it is it okay? But if it's it's okay at your end, I think I can manage. Yeah, it's okay now. But we okay. It keeps coming, but you. Yeah, if it if it's fine at your end, we can continue. Is it better now? All right, Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen to twenty. Yeah, it's 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 still coming. All right, so Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen to twenty. Oh, can you read? Can you read? Let's enter? let's go on. Was there? I think they're okay, also right. talking about that. They're receiving echoes. Echoes. Okay. All right. Let me re-enter. Please, um, when I'm when I'm talking, do you hear some echo? This this over there. Is there some echo coming? Okay. All right. So as as we wait for the man of God, I want to see everyone on the line, sharing and also invite somebody. Let's let's do it quickly. Now some of you, you decided that you never share, you never invite somebody. Uh, you, are, you are very serious. That's the only thing you can do to help us. So just... Inviting somebody to, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So just let's prepare ourselves in prayer in our hearts as the man of God. All right. All right. Is it better? I still get the feedback. Wow. Please, um, those listening, is it? Do you still get the echo? Because when I speak, they don't hear it. So I think maybe it's, it's with your, the hands. I don't know whether the hands said. Hey, can you reduce your volume? All right. Let me. Let me, let me. Okay. How is it now? 
Please, can you still hear the echo? Oh, please give us feedback. It is still there. Wow. Okay, it's still an echo. But when I speak, they don't get the echo, so I don't know. Now, you're using a machine or phone? No, it's my phone. It's my phone. Hello? Hello? All right. All right. Um, what do you do? What do you do? Hello? Hello? Yeah, please, is it better? Please help us, okay? Help us with the feedback and let us know. It's still there. Otherwise, when we finish with the recording, when we play it, you're going to hear two voices speaking. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Crazy day. Crazy day. You still get the feedback. You still get it. Wow. Hello? So well, well, let me let me call in and get another device. Another device. Okay. Be, be, let's be praying. Let's be praying. Let's be praying, please. Let's be praying. Let's be praying, please. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, yeah, so the topic, as he said, is supernatural relationships, I want you to post it on your status, wherever you are, you are treating supernatural relationship. 
supernatural relationship. Supernatural relationship. They just type supernatural relationship. As as the man of God will be teaching, I want you to. The recording will be there for you to make your note and write. Okay, so as the teaching is going on, you follow. See, that's the reason why yesterday I was talking about it. You follow the preachings. You follow the teaching. Okay, by engaging it, by typing something, by... At the the end of the day, we'll give you the recording so you can be able to really make the note you want to make. See, that's the reason why. Some of you, that's what you do when you go for lectures. the The lecturer will give you the slides. However, you write the slides. That is why you were getting D's and C's. That is why you fail. You listen to what he's saying. You listen to what he's saying. Yeah. That's what you are that's why you fail because you don't listen. You are interested in writing. You don't you don't listen. You don't listen. And when you pay attention and listen, that is where the word can get into your soil. And we can see fruit. That's why yesterday we were suffering. We'll give you the slice, okay? We'll give you the slice. So listen and engage. Listen and engage it. Some of them, when he says it, you must repeat it by typing. You must repeat it. You must engage it. And it will sink into your heart. That's how we learn. That's how we learn. Some of these preachings, those who know me, you know, I hardly make notes when I'm listening to some of these preachings. No, some these preachings are so strong that sometimes what I do is that I keep on listening and listening and listening to the point that it becomes part of my heart. If I, I can even wake up and be, be walking in it. Yes, that's what we do. And after it has sunk into your heart, you can be able to make the notes well. I hope you are getting it. Yeah. So I, I think the man of God is in now. So let's... Let's give the feedback and see. Yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. Oh. Are you getting the echo? Are you getting the echo? He said it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's still there. Hey, you let's continue. I still hear it from my end. I still hear it from my end. And that, and that's why they get the echo. But I'm not here for me. I'm not here. I don't hear it. I don't know if if it's with the. Hello? Are we there? Are we there? Yeah, is it clear? Yeah, is it clear? You let's 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 flow it. You let's let's continue. Please are you still right. are you still hey, today they were I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. 
Let, let's okay. continue. All right. So, so. Hey. I think you have to disconnect and join again because your your network is broken. Eighteen to twenty. Eighteen to twenty. Today, that some people have come to church. The network is. Some of you, your village have followed you here. to go and buy white chicken for your grandmother. Mm. You didn't come to church. Today, to, only today that you want to come. You see? It's serious, though. It's serious. It's serious. Mm, it's serious. Now his network too is not coming on. So what do you do? Ah well, Susanna, call in and continue. Supernatural relationship. Have you had a cost rep? Cost rep. 
If the lecturer will not come today, what do you do? Come and share the quiz papers. Hallelujah. Oh, let's invite the course rep. Associate, associate, associate supernatural relationship. Yeah, he has come. He has come. He has come. He has come. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, amen. Let's please let's go. Let's flow cry. <laughs> so, so yesterday we started. Yesterday we started talking about supernatural relationships and let's read our scripture and our uncle scripture from matthew 28 18 to 20. and jesus came and speak unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth go therefore and teach all nations I think this is King James. Other versions would say, "Make disciples of all nations." So yesterday we saw that to make disciples would be to train students, and that is, if I can say this, a lifelong issue. So what? Whereas you get salvation instantaneously, you may as well be a disciple the rest of your life. So discipleship involves every aspect of our lives. Uh, discipleship is holistic. You are not only a disciple in prayer. You are not only a disciple um in the ministry of the word but we are disciples holistically now a discipleship we seek to emulate jesus holy how jesus talks how jesus prays how jesus preaches because he said make disciples of me Okay, so in as much as at the end of the day, just like Paul would say, um, imitate me even as I imitate Christ. Um, the, the goal or the standard of discipleship is Jesus. So we seek to make clones of Jesus. And by making clones of Jesus, I would teach everything that jesus wants um the men that we have preached the gospel to to know okay so that is very important to note look at ephesians 4 20. paul was giving instructions to the efficient church and he makes a very profound statement Ephesians 4.20 says that but you have not so learned Christ. That means that there is a learning of Christ. 
at discipleship. And if our topic is supernatural relationships, it means that in that supernatural relationship also there is a learning of Christ. You know, the world has its way of doing things. Society has accepted norms and practices. But there is also like I said, the standard which is Christ. And there is a learning of Christ. Let's look at why Paul said you have not to learn Christ. So let's read from verse 18. Verse 18 says that Okay, let's start from 17. This I see, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorant, ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all on cleanliness with greediness 20 but you have not so learned christ so it means that something could be popular just as paul was saying accepted in the society probably accepted in the corporate world or corporate institutions yesterday i told you for example that the acts of you know going on revolt demonstrations strike sit down stand up all of them are not um christian and i explained to you that for the christian we are to work we in submission to, work to our, bosses, our bosses even as we would submit, as we to would god. submit to god and i explained that I if explain there is any issue that you are not comfortable, not comfortable with you go through a dialogue sit down and talk about it, about it. you know and if and that doesn't, that doesn't work, out, work out the best you can do is to walk away Okay, so you will never see, um, for instance, you see, when this um, gays and lesbians issue came up in, in the country, I saw a lot of Christians saying that, uh, so let's, let's do a demonstration, let's do a protest, let's take placards and march to the Flagstaff House and register our disapproval with the president you know interesting methodology which are all foreign to scripture the answer of the christian to persecution to things that are contrary to his faith is first to pray and to intensify the teaching and the preaching of the gospel so if there's anything the church would do in response to gays and lesbians it is to pray for boldness to preach more not to sign petitions to the president <laughs> that's not christian there's a way of practice so paul was saying that we have not so learned christ 
our discipleship we learn christ and we seek to emulate christ we copy christ also um by virtue of learning christ we also learn of god so we also learn of god and we 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 see god as an example to follow jesus made a profound statement in john 20 after he rose from the dead let's go to john 20. john 20 verse 17. jesus said to her do not cling to me for i have not yet ascended to my father so this is jesus talking to mary magdalene but go to my brethren yesterday i explained to you that brethren from the greek is adelphos people that are from the same womb and i said that we are from the same womb as jesus because jesus was raised from the dead and we also partook in that resurrection so the womb that we are born from is the resurrection so he said go to my brethren and say to them i am ascending you see so by the moment you call someone a brethren it means that you identify with him and you are from the same womb like i said and therefore you identify with the same father that's what jesus is saying so i ascend to my father and your father to my god and your god so at the resurrection god becomes our father and we share that with christ when we say someone is your father what it means is that you are the person's seed and what it means also is that you are you came out of him so you are a reproduction of that person that is what it means so i want you to understand that yesterday i mentioned that we are thrown into a supernatural relationship with our, our fellow believers also we are thrown into a relationship with god who now becomes our father so we have to also learn from him now what does god do in supernatural relationships i want to share a few examples then we'll continue what we were doing yesterday you know you know so so in in Titus 1. Let's turn our Bibles to Titus 1. 1 and 2. Titus 1, 1 and 2. Okay, so Titus 1, 1. Paul, a bond servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect 
and acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness. In hope of eternal life with God, who cannot lie. So I want you to take note of this. In hope of eternal life with God, who cannot lie. So the first thing I want you to take note of is that God cannot lie. Someone type, God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in hope of eternal life, which God cannot lie. So, Titus ties eternal life to the character of God. It says that when it comes to eternal life, God cannot lie. Now, when we say someone cannot lie, it means that he won't utter falsehood. He won't say something and then say, oh, I didn't mean it. You know, oh, I was just joking. No. So God means business when it comes to eternal life. Good. So it says, God who cannot lie promised before time began. So God's eternal life was a promise he made before time began. Now, before time began in the Greek means that before we started counting time. Mm. What it means is that before God created the heaven and the earth, created uh, uh, man, he had already made the promise. Okay, He had already made the promise. So the promise of eternal life um it comes before man okay we can see that it outdates man the promise of eternal life outdates man it outdates the first man who was created with adam and that promise was made by god himself and verse 3 says that but has in due time manifested his word so what we will see is a manifestation a coming into light when we say manifestation, it, it, it doesn't mean to create something new. It doesn't mean to do something new. What it, it means is that something is not seen, something is not in the light, and you bring it to the light, okay, by, by virtue of making it now known. So the idea itself, it outdates the manifestation. Okay, so that is what titus is saying all right so the promise of eternal life outdates man look at john 1 look at john 1 i want to lay a few foundations and then i'll say something look at john 1 when john wrote that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god now what John has done is to intelligently um, write concerning Jesus and he calls Jesus the word. The word in the Greek is logos. Now logos means the reason for or the reason behind or the intent to do something the logos is the reason for the reason behind or the intent to do something 
So um logos means that I have something I want to do. Probably I have said something. But my intention or my reason for saying what I said or for doing what I did is called logos. Yeah. And John says that this logos, this reason, this intent, okay, was with God. He says, in the beginning was a reason, in the beginning was an intent, and this intent was with God. The moment he ties it to God, it means that the intent would precede what God would do. Do you get it? Before I do anything, I would have a reason. So before God would create, before God would make man, he will have a reason. Okay. So it's the same thing as Titus said. So in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Now he, he goes a step further and says that intent, that reason is what makes God God. Wow. So I remember a few days ago I asked on my status. I didn't get any answer. It's it's a very interesting uh, question I asked that. Do you think that God would be God without man? I know you'll be quick to say, yes, he's, um, I am that I am, right? And you are right, you know. You are right because um, God existed as God before creating. And so, I mean, nothing, nothing takes away the fact that he's God from him. All right. But interestingly, if you pay attention and pay careful attention to the scriptures, you'd realize that now God is not called God only because of himself, but he's also called God because of what he does. Okay, so therefore you realize that even though he's sovereign, but his sovereignty would be seen in his action, right? He's sovereign before he acts, but we would see his sovereignty in his action. And most importantly, we will see his sovereignty at salvation. So really, that statement is yes and no. It is yes of course, God is God, but it is also no, because it is our salvation that we see him well and we know him well. Okay, If God doesn't save, if God doesn't go to work and his work would be salvation, his work would be eternal life, we would not know him well. So that is why John would say that no man has seen, the, the, no man has seen God at any point in time. Okay? Um, John 1 18 no one has seen God at any time the only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father he has declared him so actually nobody saw God until Jesus Jesus is the one who explains God who represents God okay so again can we know God without man no <laughs> okay Okay, but I'll leave it here. I won't stretch your understanding so much because you realize that it is Jesus who is a man who explains God. So it means that it means that if you don't if you don't know man, 
if you don't if, if we had not seen man if we had not seen jesus we would not have known god <laughs> okay so actually when we say god is sovereign he doesn't share his glory with any man yes that is true but also we will see his glory in a man we would see him as god properly in man are you getting are you getting what i'm saying look at ephesians 2 ephesians 2 i'm going to say something about god that's why i need you to understand this thing i'm i'm doing very well look at ephesians 2 um let's start from verse 4 but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we're dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. Look at 7. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. I want you to pay attention again that in the ages to come god might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in christ it means that it is in man it is through man that god would show the exceeding riches of his grace okay so it means that without man without god without man we would only say, oh, God is gracious. God is merciful. But we would never see it. <laughs> so again, God would be revealed through a man. We would know God well through what he would do for man, what he would do with man, and what he would do in a man. That is why essentially he becomes a man. Okay, So that is why the psalmist, you know, was praising God for all that God has done. And then at a point he says that when I look at your heaven and when I look at your earth, what you have made, uh, great are the works of your hands. Then he says, who is man? Who is man? It means that, it means that the, the, the psalmist, right, so Philip got it, Psalm 8. Let's go there. Let me show you something. The psalmist was being um, very intelligent in what he, he wrote because he realized that it's as if he's talking about the things God has made with his hands, you know, and then he pauses. Let's go to Psalm 8. Let's start from the beginning. Oh Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who have set your glory above the heavens okay so you see how he's praising you've set your glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger when i consider your heavens the work of your fingers the moon the stars which you have ordained then he comes to verse 4 and says what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him so he's saying that ah but when I compare the things you've made, it's as if the things you've made are, you know, glorious in and of themselves. The things you've made are good. But this man, 
what is this man what is this man that you are mindful of him what it's trying to say is that it appears that all that god created he created it for this man and so you know it's strange when as believers now we would want to worship god and then we worship god for the things he has made with his hands for the sea for the moon which is very good it is god who made them they are beautiful hallelujah but you realize that god would god made all these things for a man for man so the psalmist would now say ah what is this man these things that i'm worshiping god for were actually made for a man he said, then this man is, is, is some, someone that we need to pay attention to. So what I'm saying in a nutshell is that you cannot know God outside man. So God would reveal himself properly through man. And for that matter, through men. That is why when you read your Bible, you read the Old Testament, Genesis to Malachi, you see it's an account of God, yes, but it's also an account of man. Okay, so the Bible is an account of God, but it's also a, an account of men. So Genesis to Revelation is an account of men. It means that there are certain men that God would choose to write his story through their stories. Pay attention. God would be writing his story and when what we saw in Titus 2 is that he will be writing the promise of eternal life through them. Okay. So he would use their words, he would use their lives, he would even use their feelings to write a story. <laughs> Interesting God. So, for instance, when you read the story of Abraham, Sarah, and Isaac, it is so interesting how Moses would pick that story. Because I believe that Abraham was not the only old man around. Sarah was not the only, you know, barren woman around. But Moses would intelligently, and I believe as inspired by God, would pick that story. And, you know, he would pick a man like Abraham who has, has faith in God and uh, Sarah who ha has not given birth and Sarah is old. When you read the accounts of Romans, you know, Paul would say that um, God who calls the things that are not as if they are. Okay. If you do a proper interpretation of that text, it is actually Abraham who would call the things that are not as if they are. Okay. But you can see God fine. So God would choose a barren woman and use that story to show what he would do okay so paul would say that abraham did not consider the deadness of sarah's womb wow so a womb that is dead right and a child will come out of it that is a picture of the resurrection so god would choose Abraham and Sarah to teach the resurrection and he would use Sarah's physical predicament or situation to teach concerning Christ's resurrection. And so that is why the, the child that will come out of Sarah's womb will be called Isaac. Isaac means laughter. It actually means mockery. 
something that is of mockery <laughs> a woman that is barren and is old aged and then a child comes out of that womb it's a miracle but it's also mockery ash when you see that story you say abba this one dear you did lie it's a lie <laughs> but god will choose that story in order to affirm that he is the one who promised he is the one who would you know fulfill the promise and so stories like that he'll pick a man like david david who would have um shortcomings and all of that and god will say i will sit on the throne of david you know you are like ah but this guy is a murderer but god will say i will i will sit on the throne of david what am i driving i'm saying that god would prove himself faithful okay faithful in romans chapter one in romans chapter one let's look at romans chapter one verse two let's start from verse one paul a born servant of jesus christ called to be an apostle separated to the gospel of god so the gospel of god gospel in the greek is you are it means a glad tiding a good a good message so the gospel of god so the 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 gospel is actually a message from god a story from god right good which he promised so the gospel will be promised by god himself before promised before that that word promised before in the greek is pro epagelio it means that to make a statement beforehand and it's a personal statement so i make a statement i make a promise and i keep the promise myself so when i say i pro epangelio it means that i make a promise beforehand before time and i keep the promise myself so the gospel is a promise made before time titus 1 1 and 2 before the foundations of the earth and it is kept by the one who made the promise himself so that's why i said that he will use human accounts just to show and prove that eventually he's the one who will keep the promise okay so like i was saying god would use um characters men and women to prove a point now at the end of the day he is going to prove himself faithful so god would be loyal to the men he would choose so that is why yesterday i made the comments like moses you see it appears that moses didn't even enter the promised land you know that after 40 years the man who was taking them to the promised land didn't enter but do you know that by the time you come to the new testament you don't hear of that account you see so i see preachers talking about it do you know moses did not enter the promised land and then uh, making a whole issue out of moses not entering the promised land but let, let's look at what the writer of hebrews says concerning moses <laughs> hebrews chapter 11 hebrews chapter 11 so concerning moses he says that hebrews eleven twenty four. let's read 23 by faith moses when he was born was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command by faith moses when he became of age refused to be called the son of pharaoh's daughter 
choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. 26. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Now, look at this. When Moses fled Egypt, you know, when you read the Old Testament account, you are likely to think that Moses ran away because they will catch him and kill him. But look at what the writer of Hebrews says concerning Moses. He says that he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. So he says the reason for he running away was because he treasured Christ. <laughs> so he, he, he shies away from his feeling and talks about him in that light. It is so interesting, so beautiful. And that is the account of God. God, because he is loyal and is faithful with his promise, even though these men appears to be morally, you know, bad people, God says they are my, he's my guy. <laughs> that is what God does with Moses, you know. And at the end of the day, look at 39, Hebrews 11. And all these having obtained a good testimony through faith. So the testimony we have of Abraham, of Moses, of David, and all these guys, even in spite of their moral feelings, so to speak, received a good testimony through faith. And so that is an account of God being faithful. It means that God said, God said it, and that is it. it. Irrespective of what they did, God said they are still my people. So sometimes, you know, as believers, we should be a bit circumspect when we are dealing with the feelings of brethren and men of God. That is very important because God has placed his honor on such men. Okay? So... Um, Solomon will say this concerning David, his father, that you have shown your servant David, my father, great loving kindness because he walked before you in faithfulness and righteousness and with uprightness of heart towards you. And you have kept for him this great loving kindness in that you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is today. Now, we will have records that David filled, David laid with Bathsheba, you know, would would have records of that, but God says no, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have those records. He is referred to as blameless and loyal, and God would reward him. God would reward him, and then Paul would say that David served God's purpose in his own time. Wow. David served God's purpose in his own time. So, you know, we would have man's account of men like that, but also we will have God's account. And God's account would be that they are my men. <laughs> yeah. First Kings 3.6. God bless you, Philip. So, God will say they are my men. Why? He is faithful at relationships. 
don't forget we are talking about supernatural relationships so these guys had a supernatural relationship with god and god decides to conceal their wrongs and talk about the good things they did so there are a few people that you know would be able to do this of course i would say that all of us are supposed to learn of god in this regard in this regard because god is faithful with relationships so you know god doesn't use our opinion you know that i always say this that you cannot determine the man god should use nobody can determine it <laughs> so you should be very careful knowing this you should be very careful you can't determine the man that god would use you know it could be somebody that you think ah this guy has failed morally and even when you think that men of god have failed you should be careful how you go about it because god has put his honor on men like that okay let's continue from where we got to yesterday so i said that we'll be taking general instructions and counsel in this um teaching so yesterday i talked about the importance of associations evil communication corrupt good manners and i, I believe that you were blessed that what you hear eventually gets to your heart so you should guard your heart against that very important and we looked at a few good examples men like nathaniel uh, sorry men like philip who served who served as a guide to nathaniel and ananias who confirmed paul's ministry prayed for him and we also looked at the church in derby who recommended um, Timothy to Paul. We also looked at Barnabas, who introduced Paul in Acts um, 11, 25 to 26. Okay. And we said that all of us at a point in time have had people like that, relationships like that, that have helped us. And that is how God orchestrates our affairs. But we should learn to know our role. Don't get in the way of what god has purposed okay if yours is to just introduce a man that's all just like john the baptist just to introduce the messiah just introduce and leave the scene for him okay so today we'll throw a light a bit more on john and then look at something that happened so let's look at john the baptist again matthew 3 11 Matthew 3, 11. Before that, let me say this, that, you know, because we don't decide um, who God would use, sometimes it's we all fall into this space. Like the person that you, you helped held the person's hand at a point in time, that person can, you know, get into the public space, get into the light, and then it appears, ah, you, you are not known. Your ministry is not known. And so then you, you fall into that rejection mood. You introduce somebody and now they are getting more attention. It's painful. Oh. <laughs> it's very painful. 
am I not the one who taught you? Now you are you are doing it more than I am doing. You are getting more followers. And so look at Matthew 3 11. Matthew 3 11. I indeed baptize you with water in, unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry, who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So this is John the Baptist speaking concerning Jesus, saying that Jesus is mightier. Jesus is supposed to increase John 1.30. He says that Jesus is supposed to increase so that he decreases, you know. And John, when he was seeing this, was fully conscious. Of, it's not like he was boosted. <laughs> John 1.30. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him, but he, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. So... He is preferred before me. Look at John 3.30. Now, actually, in John 3.30, what happened was that some people came to report Jesus. <laughs> they came to report Jesus in John 3.25. And we should watch out for people like that. Okay, There are people like that who would mis, mis, mislead us. I told you that be careful what you hear. Okay, if there's a man of God that you honor, you revere, and somebody comes around to see something negative about the man, the first thing you can do is that stop yourself from hearing it. Okay, Stop yourself from hearing it and as much as possible if you can tell the person who told you that, look, I'm going to tell this man of God. Okay. See, what I mean is that don't be entertaining just. Don't be entertaining just. I remember at one day, a friend of mine, an, an old friend, a JSS mate, just texted me and was trying to advise me. You know, these people who, in the name of trying to advise you, will be giving you gist. I have a, a friend, a very good friend, currently with me. And this 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 old friend, JSS friend, at a point worked with this friend in the same facility. So this guy was just advising me and was saying that, hey, man of God, you should be careful with your life and women and all of that. You know, that's a good counsel. But by the time I realized it, eh, you see, this um, this one, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I have to tell you. If you, do, you are not supposed to tell me, why are you telling me? Said this, this your friend at a point got himself involved in blah, blah, blah. I said, ah. So I just said, thank you. I will inform him. Then he said, ah, why, why do I have to inform him? You know. And if I was not careful, that would have gotten me to start you know that feeling when you are with someone and you start suspecting the person like the person hasn't done anything no but because of what you've heard then you are suspecting the person you know you are suspecting him 
I had a friend tell me this, and it pained me so much. You no, know, a, a friend that I'd known for quite a, a number of months, maybe years. And then one day I was just talking to her, and then she said, I I I thought you wanted to take advantage of me. I said, ah, for you to say this, it means that somebody suggested it to you and you were not quick to refute it in your mind and so that is why you are seeing it okay so don't don't do that you know people came to john the baptist and you see john 3 25 so there arose a dispute between some of john's disciples and the jews about purification and they came to john and said to him rabbi rabbi he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing you, and people are coming to him. So they reported Jesus to John. Ah, Osofo, man of God, that man that you invited to lead praises and worship. Now, he, he has started his own church, and people are going to him, you know. But you would ask, ah, does that concern you? It means that when John was speaking concerning Jesus, they didn't pay attention because John said emphatically that he is preferred before me. In fact, he should increase that I should decrease. In fact, I'm not even worthy to losing the sandals at his feet. And so if I've said this concerning this man, it means that I honor this man so much. So if eventually this man is doing something and is maybe becoming famous, that, that, that is no business of mine. But you see what they are doing. They went to John to say this. But John was very smart. Look at his response. Verse 27, John 3. A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. And he says, you yourselves bear witness that I said I am not the Christ. Why are you telling me this? I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. So you, you are only the best man. Okay? The bridegroom is the one who has the bride. No matter how many pictures you take with the bridegroom, <laughs> you are not... Yeah, no, mat no matter how many pictures you take with the bride, you are not the bridegroom. In fact, after the wedding, you can take all the pictures, all the posts in the world. Right after the ceremony, it is the bridegroom who will go home with the bride. And your role as the best man ends there. So sometimes you should know that you are only the best man. There are people that the Lord will lead you to. Only for a short period. Just know it. Right after your assignment, that's all. It is not there. See, there are people that you even minister the things of the Spirit to. You are not even supposed to take their contact to. That's all God wants you to do. Okay? It's not an opportunity for you to take their contact and then be checking up on them. How are you doing? No. Yours was just to minister the things of the spirit. That's all. And then go away. There are people that you meet on the streets. You tell them what God wants them to hear. And that ends it. You don't even need to call them and follow up. 
are you obeying the voice? No, it's, it's not for you to do. Okay, there are people you are not meant to pastor. Yeah, you, you are not meant to pastor. So you don't introduce someone to a church, and by the time we realize, you are also doing a series of teachings with the person after the pastor. The pastor teaches, and then you are also doing series. Uh, you are also doing your own Bible study alongside. No, okay. So learn your place. Learn to know your place. So John said that the bridegroom the bride the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice therefore this joy of mine is fulfilled he must increase but i must decrease he who comes from above is above all he who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth he who comes from heaven is above wow so you should learn also to honor with your words Anna, with your words it shouldn't just end there but words are very important okay your words are very important what you see is very important in fact when what you see when it appears that somebody a man of god uh, somebody that god has put his anna on has failed is very important at that point don't be found saying foolish things okay, you hear uh, they, they say this man of god has slept with someone's wife and the first thing that comes from your mouth is and that is how they all are that is how they are all are now there's no true man of god in ghana you see your words have betrayed you your words has betrayed you as someone who is not faithful Hmm. a faithful person in that situation the first thing you would want to say is that you would want to believe in their best i believe that even if it's true you know throughout their life they have not always been sleeping with men, people's wives they have been accounts that these men have moved by the power of god have been a blessing to you and so choose to focus on how they have blessed you and exonerate them if there's anything you can do pray for them okay pray okay don't join the masses in you know things happen in ghana you see my man of god enters into a small issue and then you find christians even they old christians on facebook writing long paragraphs long paragraphs oh just because a man of god has come into the public scene and didn't we see it all of them ah! and they they go to church on sunday and they have pastors over them they are strange people i mean don't be like that the best you can do is to be silent the best you can do is to pray for them because they are men that god has placed his honor on them <laughs> and if i showed you what god does with the people of the old testament you should understand though see these people they can misbehave they can mess up but god has put his honor on them okay um kenneth hagan once shared a story i heard it from someone and i i, I believe the person heard it from kenneth hagan so i'll share it about a man of god whom he saw all of a sudden you know going into a bad place like um 
uh, a brothel where they, they deal in drugs and cocaine and all of that. So he said when he saw him, the first thing he said was that, ah, this, this person has really disappointed me. And why is he going there? So he said when he said that, then the Holy Spirit asked him that, why are you being self-righteous? Why are you judging him? Then he said, the Holy Spirit said, are you even sure? How are you sure that when he entered that place, he didn't, he, he didn't come back? He didn't change his mind. How, how sure are you? So sometimes you see, don't act like you are all-knowing. You are God. You are all-knowing. You see someone, a, a brother in Christ, a sister in Christ, a man of God, you know, doing something small, and then you conclude. You know you are not all knowing. You know. Okay, so can I think and say God asked him that? Do you know you would have done worse if you were in his situation? If you were in his situation, do you know you would have done worse? <laughs> so sometimes we judge people because we have not found ourselves in their situation. We have not found ourselves in their situation, so it's easy to judge. You know, talk is cheap. It's easy to talk and and time. Okay, so God rebuked him and said showed him a vision and in the vision actually the man repented changed his mind and came back so you see because we don't see we don't have insight as god does sometimes we should be careful in the way we judge because we may not be exposed to all you know all of the issue so it is very important and that is what john the baptist did and it is very good to emulate that. Now, it appears that at a point, John uh, gave up. And I will show you why. It appears that at a point, John the Baptist, after validating Jesus, after rebuking those who came to report Jesus and all of that, over time, the attention changed to Jesus. And you know, it is men who always fool that. It is men who say, like they will say, they will always fool it. Hey, he's becoming popular. He's becoming popular. This your son is becoming popular. And it will get into your head and you start fighting him. God have mercy on us. Okay. So with time, we should know not to yield to such pressures. You should know not to yield with such pressures because with time, John yielded. Look at Matthew eleven three. This same John who was saying that he must increase so that I would decrease. Now, in Matthew eleven three, John is asking Jesus. And he said to him, Are you the coming one or do we look for another? Oh my God. Are you the coming one or should we look for another? Somebody that you said you came before him to prepare the way for him, that he must increase, that he will decrease. All of a sudden, asking, are you the coming one? Or we should look for another. It means that something has happened to John. He has yielded to the pressure. 
It is strange. It is very strange that John would yield to the pressure. But look at something Jesus did. Look at Jesus' response. When John said that, Jesus said that, go and tell John the things which you hear and see, the blind see and the lame walk. The blind see and the lame walk, the lepers are cleaned and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. So clearly, John was offended. Now, as they departed, now Jesus also does a validation for John. In verse 7, he says, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind, but what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments. Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go to see? A prophet. Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my, my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So, Jesus calls, Jesus calls John the greatest prophet. You know, at the back of John, doubting if he is the Messiah. Again, that tells you how faithful God is. Even when we fail, he still calls us his own. And that is something that we should emulate. It's very important we should emulate that. Okay, Sometimes this can get into disaffection. So someone can can get offended at you and by the time you realize they are even fighting you mm, it happens a lot so it happened to paul a man called alexander <laughs> let's look at a man called alexander second timothy 4 14 to 15 2 Timothy 4, 14 to 15. Okay. 2 Timothy 4, 14 to 15. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must beware of him, for he has greatly resisted our works. Wow. It could get to a point where men would now resist our works. Like, ah, they, they, they are always preaching that salvation is eternal so now when they will, they will go for a meeting and when you post on facebook they will attack you on facebook let's attack them let's attack them so that they will know that they are preaching false gods people who attack people you, let me attack let me attack the false doctrine okay much of it is born out of you know bad breath evil 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 hearts conspiracy the gospel does not encourage conspiracy. Okay, let's bring him down so that they will know that the gospel is the one, the, the, the message that is flying. When you think like that, you are, you, are, you are not learning of Christ. 
the Christ way, Christ method is to pray, is to preach more. He don't attack. Okay. So now you realize that uh, they will turn against men and ministries. Sometimes we ourselves will turn against men and ministries that we had by God's leading helped them. We've helped them, but now we will turn against them. There was a man in Third John, Diotrephes, an interesting one like that. He took it to the third level. So Third John 9 to 10. Third John 9 to 10. I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have the preeminence among them, does not receive us. Therefore, if I come, I will call to mind his deeds, which he does. Prating against us with malicious words and not content with that, he himself does not receive the brethren and forbids those who wish to put in them out of the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. So this man, Diotrephes, you know, it started, I'm sure it started from the fact that he started having an offense. Ah, is John the only man of God? And by the time he realized, he was now opposing, uh, <clears throat> opposing John with malicious words. The same thing they were doing to Paul. When Paul would teach, they would say that Paul is saying that eh, now people can go and live in sin. <laughs> the same thing that have been said of us over the years. And, you know, people would say that eh, we are teaching that you can live in sin. It doesn't matter what you do. You can continue living in sin. But myself, I haven't heard any preacher who has for once said that the believer can go and sin as much as having heard any, you know, but we always hear things like that. So those are malicious words. They will intentionally say things that you have not said. When you mean, when you say something, they will interpret it <clears throat> to mean something you haven't said. It starts from a point, they don't like your message and they will now say stuff against you so that's what Diotrephes was doing and then he went to the next level by now sucking the people he was sucking people he was preventing people from listening to john and he was casting people from the church interesting guy like that so we need to guard our hearts from this no matter how well couched or applauded Barnabas won't be Paul and John won't be Christ. Okay? Yesterday I told you that there is a place for unique graces. There is a place for unique graces. I told you that there are people that have been uniquely um, given an assignment given a purpose and no matter what you do you can't be like them do you get it there are people with unique graces you can't be paul oh there is a place for paul there's a specific assignment for paul 
you can't be poor. In fact, as much as I would teach, as much as I would minister the things of the spirit, I can't be Mr. Doug Glasso. I can't. There are things he would do. I, I can't do it. I haven't been given the grace to do it. You know. <laughs> there are things that someone would do you are not giving the grace to do. So learn to be in your place. Okay. Don't try, don't try to fight people because you think what they are doing is too um they are getting too much attention. Don't fight them. What see before you fight them, ask yourself, you what did God ask you to do? Just do what God asked you to do, and then you are okay. So, for instance, personally, I don't bother myself a lot about a lot of things. I ask myself, what does God want me to do? I I get at that. That is what gives me satisfaction. That is what gives me fulfillment. There are things that God hasn't asked me to do. Maybe he will ask me to do later. I don't worry myself. I don't bother myself about that. Okay. Don't don't start a, a teaching series just because you saw somebody you mentored also doing it. Ah, even if this guy is doing that, we can also do it. No. What does God ask you to do? Okay. So that, that is very important to, to note. No matter how couched you are, no matter how applauded you are, how people would applaud you and then hail you, you know that you, deep in your heart, will know that you are not obeying God. It is, there are things that you know it yourself. An account is said of a man of God who traveled to South Africa for a program. And he said that at that time he was young in ministry and the opportunity to travel came. So he took it and went to South Africa. But he said the moment he came out of the plane and his, his feet touched the ground, the Holy Spirit asked him, what are you doing here, my friend? <laughs> So he said he ministered in about five churches in South Africa. The people were blessed. The people were clapping for him. But he himself, deep in his heart, he knew he had disobeyed God. So, you know, you can actually do something that people will be clapping for you, but in your heart, you know that you've disobeyed God. And it's only you that you know. So the applause of men does not mean or validate that we are in the will of God. Okay? That is very important. Now, men can do, men can undo or corrupt God's work by what they see. In 1 Corinthians 3 17, Paul says that if any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Okay. So the correct rendering should actually be if anybody destroys the temple of God, it shall God destroy, not he. God will not kill the man. Okay. Um, it's it. What will destroy the temple is what God will destroy. You are the temple. God will not destroy the temple. So if anything, any word will destroy God's temple, will destroy men, God would come against that. He will, We usually come against that by the teaching of the word to correct. Okay. So learn to stay in your course. Remain that personal agent for God's ordained relationship. And don't go beyond it, as I, as, as, as I have said. 
know what you are called to do and stick with what you are called to do. Don't, don't be in a haste to be what you have not been called to do. Okay? Learn that very well. And you would do well with supernatural relationships because some of these things are what destroys supernatural relationships. Offense, I feel like um, I start suspecting people, you know. And then, see, note this from me. Anytime you start suspecting any man of God, any believer, any brother in Christ, almost all the time you heard something about that fellow and you were not quick to refute it, okay? So be very quick about it. For instance, you are there and then someone tells you, gives you a gist about uh, Mr. Douglas, that uh, Mr. Douglas, when he was in Prempe College, was doing A, B, C, D. And then you just kept quiet. See, that is your end, though. By the time you realize, you enter into offense. So people don't just get up and start, you know, disobeying those in authority. It starts from a point. Somebody said something. Somebody gave some counsel somewhere. They didn't stand against it. So that's why I told you that for me, the man that I follow, if you say anything against him, I will block you. Okay? I will block you. If you are my friend and you talk against him, you are not my friend again. If it's Facebook, if it's WhatsApp, I'll block. I need to guide my heart. I need to guide my mind from um, statements of offense and from offense. You can't come and do a, a series exposing. why. See, people go on YouTube and they will go and watch videos. Why this man of God is an awkward and you are watching it. And you say, hey, this man has been a blessing to you. And you are watching why the, the, somebody is explaining why he's an awkward or is using bad power. And you are watching it. And the next time you go and listen to him, are you, are you honest to yourself at all? Okay, so there should be that loyalty to the people that we follow, that we learn from, just as God is loyal in his relationship. So for me, I block, I unfollow people, you know, I... I make sure I don't see things about men of God that I honor. Even men of God that I don't honor. I mean, it's not, it's not my business. Like, you know, recently an issue came out about Bishop Dag. And, you know, I didn't even read that story. I don't even know what, what happened. I don't even know what the guy wrote. I mean, I just saw people posting. I stand with Bishop Dag. But, you see, I, I, I asked up to now, I don't even know the story. It's not my business. I mean, <laughs> going to find out, hey, is it true? It could be true. It's not my business. And then someone doing a commentary on that. The man of God also needs to learn. Hey, you are now teaching the man of God what to do. Hey, it's not my business. I don't care. Okay. So learn that it's very important, very crucial. In Ghana, it, it happens a lot of times. And it, it's, it's the enemy's way of getting believers to be unfaithful disloyal and the moment you are disloyal and you are broken from that connection that relationship note that it's an opportunity for satan to come at you okay for satan to come at you and let me say this before i come to an end 
be mindful of your words okay for people that you have with your own words affirmed that they are of god that they have been a blessing to you that they have saved you from situations you have said it with your way too when you find such people in another light be very careful what you say don't forget that it is by our words that will be judged even on the judgment day so don't don't use words cheaply so for instance by the time i say that i honor this man of god then i'm very sure <laughs> By the time I say this man has been a blessing to me, I'm sure I'm not I'm not flattering to deceive. Okay. Because when I have said that, in fact, I can't come and turn my back two years, three years later and say that this man of God is a bad man. No. My words would judge me. So don't use your words anyhow. Okay. Yes, when you have said that he's a blessed he's a man of God, he's the prophet of God. You know, and you find him, and I say, he's a fake man. He's a fake prophet. You know, with your words, you have said two contrary things, and you'll be judged. <laughs> so be careful, okay? God bless you for this morning. I hope that you've been blessed, and um, you will pay attention to supernatural relationships. God bless you. I want to end here, and if there are any questions or anything, I would I would take it. If there are any, maybe two or three questions, I would take it and then would, would end here. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Powerful. Powerful. I, I wanted the questions to be on Friday if that would all be right. a problem. No problem. I'll take them yeah, off. So we'll take, we'll take all of them. Powerful. All right. No problem. So God bless, God bless, God bless you so much, um, the King Joshua. Oh, can, we, can we celebrate the man of God? Can we celebrate the man of God? Oh, somebody celebrate him. Somebody celebrate the man of God. Glory to Jesus. 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 It's, it's so powerful. How, how somebody is learning. How somebody is learning. How somebody is learning. I wish, I wish some of you can really learn what we are doing here. Okay. I really wish some of you can really learn what you are doing here. I ask yourself, like, why do Mr. Douglas have to bring such a person? Have you ever sat down to ask yourself that question? Like, Baby Douglas, you two are there, you are powerful. You are, you are. I remember there was a time somebody called me. <laughs> you can judge, I was there, somebody called me and said, you, it seems like, like me, I've, I've missed my path. I've missed my path because he, he, they thought <laughs> I, was a I was a teacher. And, and they, they saw how I was teaching. Now you're a prophet. <laughs> now, you're a prof now I've stopped teaching. I'm prophesying. So I've missed the way. I've, I've missed the way. I, 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 they think I've missed the way. And I told them that you're not the one who called me. You're not the <laughs> one who called me. And I left them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so interesting and even those people didn't even know that during those times it's something that we we're working in but because of the assignment of god we had to go through all these systems of somebody say hey you are an apologetic man now 
you are prophesying you have missed the path you are you are who gave me the grace to prophesy that's the first question i can't fake i can't fake <laughs> prophecies i can't fake it yeah and it confirms what you were talking about like no one will receive anything except the person is giving from above <laughs> i yeah. can't fake prophecies i can't fake it <laughs> and you will see mm. it from the outcome and by the grace of god yeah. like it's something that most of the time and most people here you have seen it by the grace of god something that i was thinking i was really happy most of the time i can say like most of the message that comes on board it confirms we see a lot of testimonies coming there's something you can't fake you can't fake somebody receiving healing we can't fake somebody receiving miracles you can't fake it <laughs> you can't conjure and thank god this is online we don't some there are people i don't even know them we don't even know them <laughs> and i don't think we shall meet <laughs> but we minister things of the spirit and, and because they don't know the path. Why? Because there was a time I was telling one of my daughters that the reason why God led me to the King Joshua is because of teachings. <laughs> yes, it's because of teachings. And and I've been following you for a long time and I've been following and you, you yourself, you're talking about how I'm, I'm one of the people who really comment on you, one of, some of the things that you send around and all that. I've been following and if if you can teach the things i know very well why should i worry myself <laughs> to come and teach it you see i don't i don't know i wish i wish all of us are learning something here that's how some of us we can give platform to people it's not like some of the things they say we don't know but they are they have that grace to teach it well than myself yeah, so why don't you give them the chance to do what they can do well and <laughs> me too so that I can focus on what I'm supposed to do. Are, are we in church? Uh, please, I hope you are getting it. So you don't put yourself in some of these, you know, offense and on some of these things and it affects your heart and so many things before you realize you are stepping into certain places you're not supposed to go, do things you're not supposed to do and all that. Hallelujah. And this is what is, all this is part of destiny. <laughs> you will land somewhere you're not supposed to be. Yeah, so you have to be very, very careful. The fact that I prophesy doesn't mean my apologetics is gone. <laughs> the fact that I prophesy doesn't mean my teachings are gone. Hallelujah. <laughs> but if there's somebody who can do that better than I can do, why don't I get a person to do it? That's why it's like we give chance for people to handle it. We give chance for people to really... I've followed Dr. Joshua for a while. I've followed his messages. And I said, I know this one is on point because most of the things he talks about are things that I know some of them I wish to talk about. Ah, you were here last Friday when I was talking about the blood guilt. Please, I hope you're here. And I told that it's something that God told me as we teach on it. But when I was about preparing the message on it, he said, ah, this is something that somebody has done better. I know I have a knowledge about it, but there's somebody who had who had knowledge, deep knowledge, who can easily teach it, than you going to stress yourself over the years. Don't forget what I told the last time. Don't try to build something you're supposed to inherit. Don't try to build something you're supposed to inherit. Don't try to go through a process you're not supposed to just go through. Some of the issues and you are just supposed to just enjoy. Just enjoy them. Just enjoy. Don't, don't try to... <laughs> Don't kill yourself, you know. The one you're supposed to build, you build. 
The one that's supposed just they are at your available, they are at your disposal. It is just obvious. Why are you trying to out of greed, out of selfish interest? And you said it is God who sent you. Who told you it's God? It is never God. It's because of your jealousy, because of your selfish interest that is making you do that. You know. So these are things that really affect a lot of people, and it's making them end somewhere that they're not supposed to end. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, the King Joshua will keep coming, will keep teaching, and I'll keep prophesying. If you can do the things I can do, like a little, why should I waste my time? He will teach and I will prophesy. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's you. Yeah, that's it. After all, you didn't call us. Uh-huh. God, it is, it's, it is a supernatural relationship. Yeah, though he, though he was my mate and all those things, actually, he's a different person. Yeah, those times, some of us we were nowhere. They have been in a business for a long time. We just came in and got up to polish us one way or the other, give us the exposure so we'll be aware, okay? Hey. So that we can be able to see the kind of information. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people around me, but there are certain people with special graces in certain issues. Yeah, you remember the last time when I brought Danny? You saw the line that Danny was speaking. When, um, um, when um, Solomon came aboard, you saw how the line he spoke. And realize some of the things he was talking about are things one or the other we made mention, but they can expound it better. It's not like we are not learning to, it's not like we don't want to learn. But these are people with that grace who can expound on certain things. So why should you worry yourself and kill yourself to build something you are supposed to inherit? Hallelujah. I pray that in this season, God will really help us. Allow yourself to be taught, allow yourself to be trained. Allow yourself to be trained. Yeah. Allow yourself to be trained. If, if you don't take care, a lot of stuff will happen to you. And he has taught some of the things he spoke about. I myself have been victims, have been issues about. And I'm even polishing. I have to take new decisions. I told you that yesterday that any time the word of God comes, it's a seed, it's an investment. God, let me tell you, let me tell you. This message you have heard today, God will, be, God will have, will be expecting a return out of this message. This message, everything God gives you is a seed that He will expect a result. He will expect a return. He will, he, God will begin to expect changes. That is where judgment begins to come. That's where accountability begins to come. If you don't know, you don't know. But now you know. So God will be expecting a change in attitude, a change in mindset, a change in approach and perspective of things. How you use, you don't have those excuses anymore because He has brought you to light. When you are living in the light, you don't act as if you are in darkness. That's it. So let's be very careful about some of it. It's very, very serious. Very, very serious. Very, very serious. <laughs> oh my God. I pray that God will help us even in this season. Let's celebrate the man of God. Let's celebrate the man of God. I'm, I'm the one you are, I say celebrating. So celebrate you. <laughs> Celebrating. Yeah, that's 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 so powerful. God bless you, the King Joshua. Yeah. So you will do it like that now. You'll be doing it like that. Yeah. Hey, you do some, you do some. Yeah. That's it. That's it. The thing he can teach, you come and teach. The thing I cannot teach, I won't worry myself. Yeah. We are also learning. Hallelujah. 
God bless you so much for coming. It's been wonderful. If somebody blessed, if you are blessed, somebody saves supernatural relationships. I wish you can get some of these things, share with friends. You know, let somebody come also listen and let the person be changed. As I told you the last time, there are certain things you are supposed to direct people to receive. <laughs> Don't try to do them. Eh? There's somebody you are attending to. There's somebody you have this problem. You have a problem, the person has a sickness. There are certain things. Don't try to be the doctor. Send the person to the hospital. <laughs> we'll continue later. <laughs> there are certain things. Don't try to be the doctor. Eh? There are certain conditions, certain people who are around you. Don't try to be the doctor. Bring them to the hospital. When you come to the hospital, there are surgeons there. There are experts there who can help the person. Don't, some of you are trying to be doctors at things you are not supposed to be. Ah, I, I want to change him. Bring the person to the, doc, the hospital. You don't have that grace. How many times have you tried? How many times have you tried? It is just link the person up. That's why invitation is very important. How many times? How many times? Bring the patient to the hospital. Tell somebody that bring the patient to the hospital. Stop trying to be an expert. <laughs> you you mess up your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. God bless you all for coming around. So today, day two. Today we are fasting. Fasting continues. So today we are fasting to 10 a.m. So 10 a.m. wherever you are, you, you join us and we fast hallelujah and also spend time in prayer god willing the next session begins 12 p.m to 1 p.m gmt let's gather on my lunch time and pray on my lunch time and pray hallelujah so no matter where you are whether you're in us whether you are in morocco whether you are in canada wherever you find yourself make sure that you end your time I know of somebody who uses Ghana time in fasting. So when it is 12 in Ghana, the person will break while it is 8 over there. Please, don't be smart. Use your time. Use your time zone. <laughs> Resource. Use your time zone. Don't be, don't be smart. Let's fast and let's pray. It's a long journey. That's why we are taking it bit by bit. It's a long thing we are doing, 50 days. It's a long thing. If you don't take care, it may affect you or break you down. That's why we are. So don't rush. Eh? I know you want to fast six to six. I want you want to fast three days dry, five days dry. But relax. We'll do all of them. Relax. Relax. Fasting has its own thing. So relax. I beg, relax. Let's take it cool. If it's eight, eight. If it's nine, nine. Don't take it cool. You have to put the system in place before you zoom into something else. Otherwise, you have problems. That's some of you, you do... One day crisis to six, one day six to six, you realize that it breaks your body. Fasting has its own process. So you have to be very careful. So please, let's take it big by bit. Don't say that with the man of God. It's not even spiritual. The prophet of God is not spiritual. If you are doing fasting, six to six, six to hundred. When we get to when we get to 30 days, we get to 25 days, you realize that you can't go again. There are some people who, who are hasty at the beginning. They think, relax, don't worry, we'll get there. Let's take it bit by bit, okay? 
yeah so god bless you so much so um um 12 p.m gmt uh, my lunch time continues a time of prayer let's meet and pray then this evening to um 6 p.m gmt we'll be having our moment of encounter um this this evening we'll be having a strictly prophetic service it's an emergency prophetic service so i want you to come around the lord spoke to his name i don't know what god is going to communicate though but he said we should have an emergency meeting for prophetic ministration maybe something serious is, is going on that the lord has to minister so please let's take note of that then um, when we meet we know what to do in the next sessions tomorrow god willing the same time 4 a.m the man of god will continue the series of supernatural relationship is somebody enjoying the message i want you to lift up your voice and say thank you jesus for linking me to a supernatural relationship thank you jesus thank you jesus so god bless you so much for coming around god bless you all as i said i don't take you guys for granted a lot of people i don't take your audience for granted people have messages but they don't have audience but by the grace of god you have honored us by coming to listen god bless you so much for doing it we don't take it for granted i encourage you and let's be consistent as i keep saying consistency is a place of results consistency is a place of results so let's try to be consistent and i know god don't be tired of coming don't be tired of hearing don't be tired of building capacity this is a start a season that god is putting things in place so let's get connected god bless you so much for coming we shall meet in the next session 12 p.m gmt come and let's pray the lion of the tribe of judah had prevailed the lord bless you bye bye